Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. Fear and Beer, same podcast a couple changes we got a new co-host hello I'm sure, hello. I'm sure you saw us post about it but this is our introduction or reintroduction if you've been listening to a while because you've heard her before on a couple episodes a couple draft episodes so we're gonna spend the day getting to know jamie we're gonna introduce her to you guys fear and beer audience we have some questions from y'all that you want her to answer kind of get to know her a little bit better we're going to go over the speculation map version one still just to kind of get an idea of where she lands on this stuff you've heard me and Seamus talk about it non-stop we've definitely given our input as to what we are fans of not fans of what we think is legit what we don't so now it's just time to bring Jamie up to speed, I guess. So that's sort of our main segment today. <clears throat> but other than that, that's really what we're going to be discussing. There hasn't been crazy concrete rumors. There's a lot of stuff just kind of floating out there. So we don't really need to touch on that. I think today is a good episode to kind of just get everyone sorted and and get this new day and age of fear and beer kicked off. So before we do that, Let's just dive into beers. And since we are bad at podcasting, um, this is our second take of this episode's intro. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to have a can to crack. Um, it's already poured out and it's been in the fridge. So what I'm going to be drinking tonight is called Stealth Mode. This is from Bottle Logic Brewing out of Anaheim, California. This is a tart ale brewed with blueberries. It is a fruit Berliner Weiss. I picked this up at the Half Barrel Project. And they detail this as tart wheat ale finished with hundreds of pounds of blueberries. This is also some sort of collab with Campy Creatures. And it is featuring the Invisible Man. So he is on the can art. It says, look out when the gloves come off, you won't see what hits you. So interesting. I knew it's very very horror, very monsters related. So I'm excited to kind of dive into this one. So what do we have on the other end? Jamie, what are you, what are you drinking in there? So mine is pretty basic, not as cool compared to yours, but I'm drinking the Black Widow Cider from Original Sin Brewery. It's made with blackberries and freshly picked New York apples. It's a 6.0 ABV. I've had this one before. It's pretty tasty, very light. I'm definitely more of a cider and sours kind of gal, but hopefully now being on here with Seamus and Nick, I'll expand my palate into more fun beers that I can discuss with you guys. And you can pick this up at your 
local ABC liquors if you have one near you or Publix. Oh, we're just we're just gonna change the name of the podcast to Fright or Cider, oh. and we'll just start drinking ciders. <laughs> I like that. I like that. that. <laughs> but yeah, mine's already cracked open as well, so I can't do the cool effect for you guys. But you get the point. Oh, they've had the effect enough. They know they, they know what it's like. Right, they, they get it. They, they don't need it. And we all know what I'm drinking. If we're doing this remote, it ain't <laughs> gonna be anything fancy. Some more uh, more NFL beer for me. Perfect. Yeah, we are going to get together in person again at some point, but spring break is we will do it eventually. Ass. We have it excuses is. every week for it. So, yeah. so this week's and excuse is it's spring break, but I have an endless amount of excuses. I will rifle through that thing like <laughs> like Ryan from the office. But <laughs> let's get into the questions. I guess that's a good spot to kind of kick it off. So we asked on Twitter and Instagram just to see if anybody had any questions for Jamie to kind of see see where she lands in this Horror Nights world. So I guess, you know what, before the questions, Jamie, why don't you just kind of give your little spiel? I know you made a post on through our Twitter page, um, but for anybody that necessarily didn't see that or didn't read fully into it, why don't you just kind of run down your your connection with Horror Nights? And yeah, so I've lived in Florida my whole life. When I was younger, I always told my parents for I was like probably seven years old. I was like, "Let's go to Halloween Horror Nights. Let's go to Halloween Horror Nights." And my dad was like, "You're gonna hate it. We're not gonna go. It's gonna be a waste of money." So finally, they took me. I think when I was eight or nine I think my first year I went was 2005 and I absolutely hated it I said I was never going back again I thought it was terrifying I don't think I did one house that year and I talk about it all the time that I loved it so much but it was the school when they had it as a house and um yeah I just remember my mom was like this is too much like children of the corn I hate it it's not going to be fun and it's the only house that I went into that I wasn't as scared of that and then probably two years later I went back again really enjoyed it since I was a little bit older. Still scary, but it was really fun. But now I try to go as often as I can year per year. I don't like to miss years. I missed a couple back. I think I missed 15 and a couple other ones and stuff like that. But yeah, I've been doing the event for a long time. I'm really excited to be talking about it now and actually getting to discuss it with other people. Um, What's another good thing about my horror movie genre taste? I I don't know. I kind of think I really like good movies. I think I have good movie taste, but a lot of them are kind of your typical B-grade horror movie. I really like the rednecky horror Rob Zombie movies. I like the psychological thrillers. It follows, like I mentioned in my little post, Donnie Darko, a lot of that kind of stuff. But yeah, still a little nervous being on here. I'm a little nervous behind the microphone and stuff like that, but hopefully I'll get warmed up to everyone as the time goes on. But yeah. Yeah, so... Let's jump into some of these questions just to cool. kind of get a little bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go. What was your favorite show at Halloween Horror Nights? Oh, this was an easy one. When I had seen these questions on the Instagram, definitely I automatically thought Bill and Ted. I was really glad I got to do this for the couple of years that I had gone and when they had it and stuff like that. But when I went to Halloween Horror Nights, when they had Carnival of Carnage, Jack had his little um, Jack's like sideshow or whatever. I forgot what it was called, but that was really, really fun, too. And I liked watching that one. But definitely Bill and Ted. I love the nostalgia of it. I just have great memories going there. And it was a nice break from all the spooky stuff when I was younger. So that was always, always nice. Yeah. So then what would be your favorite HHA 
yeah. HHN year you've been to? Honestly, even though I, I just mentioned it too, but Carnival of Carnage, I think, was a really good year. It just had so many big names. I mean, Freddy, Leatherface, Jason. It was it was just a good, a good time. And then one of my favorite houses from there that I always mention too is they had the Dead Silence house that year, The Curse of Mary Shaw, which was phenomenal. I love that movie when it first came out. They also... Like I said, I was probably 11 when I went to this one, but they had the Nightmare on Elm Street, Dreamwalkers, and I was too scared to go in it. And now growing up when I'm so into it and stuff like that, I really regret not going. So I honestly, I was way too scared to do Leatherface. I didn't want to go into Freddy. Again, I went with my parents this year and my dad's like, well, you're getting a little bit better, but still got to get out there. But 2005 was a great year, honestly. It had good houses. It had good scare zones all around. I just think it was really good. I also like 2016 as well. I think that was a good year too. When they had, um, I think that was Chance's year, her first like main year as an icon. Yeah. So yeah. you meant you mentioned the I word. So <laughs> an icon. Who is your favorite icon? Oh, I am a Jack gal through and through. Just I whenever I think of Halloween horror nights, I just Jack just in, instantly is what comes to mind. There is a lot of great icons, don't get me wrong, but he's my man. I'm pretty basic about it. Then let's get into the last two aspects, I guess, of of horror nights, and that would be right. Your house. So what's your favorite house? And if you can't do favorite one, why don't you do three? Because the next question, uh, Rob gave you the options. He said, what's your favorite scare zone? I like or, that. or three if you can't pick one. So let's do I'm, the three yeah. if you can't pick one for both of these. So let's let's start with your favorite house and then we'll do scare zone. So three houses and then three scare zones that I guess define you or just up your alley. That's perfect because I'm very indecisive and it was really hard to choose one. So I was like, I'm just going to give them some options. So for favorite houses, by far, House of Thousand Corpses. I have to say I called it the year that House of Thousand Corpses was coming. That's the only time I'll give myself credit for it. But House of Thousand Corpses, it was great. I love the movie so much. I think they got a great rendition of it for the house. Funny enough, unfortunately, I only got to go into the house that year one time. I feel like every time we would go back around to it, the line would be kind of long. And I'm like, yeah, we'll come back. We have the frequent fear. I'll just do it a different day. And we just never got around back to it. But the time that I did, I really loved and appreciated it so much. And I wish I could have got to do it more. And we did the behind the scenes that unmasking tour and I was really hoping it was going to be on our tour but it wasn't but still it won house of the year that year it was great I'm really got the recognition that it needed hmm for another house I'm pretty basic I should have prepped for this a little bit better but like I had said before when we were talking about um, the different years and stuff like that my favorite year for another good house that I liked was Dead Silence I love that movie it's kind of silly, but I've always liked it even when it first came out and stuff like that. And just how they had you walking through, if you guys have seen the movie, when you're walking through the auditorium, they really had it make it seem like you were walking across like the balcony of the theater with the walls of dolls around you. And it was just so spot on to the movie with how they did it. And it was pretty creepy too. So I'd like that a lot. Um, I didn't really think of three hats. Of, oh, the Killer Clowns. By far. I was going to say Killer Clowns was such a good house. I loved it when they had the scare zone. It was so fun. I knew the house was going to be even better, but it just exceeded my expectations by far. I just thought it was amazing. It was really good. (laughs) One of us. One of us. Yeah, right? One of us. Um, So 
scare zones, I guess. What do we, where, where are you, where do you land on the, your top three scare zones or scare so, zones? So, I really love the classic like Halloween vibe. So, how do I explain it? So, I don't want to say just because it was so recent, but the Sweet Revenge scare zone, loved it. I thought it was wonderful. It was so classic Halloween. It just made you feel like you were in a old timey like carnival like era kind of style thing and i really like that not so much carnival but like i I really don't even know how you would explain it but you guys know what i'm trying to say um kind of going hand in hand with each other vamp 55 and vamp 85 i love vampires both decades that they did i thought were really good choices and really fun spins that they were able to do with the vampires And that was when they had it in 2016. That was the first year that I went that I actually had some friends that were scare actors. So it was really cool seeing them in there too. Um, A third scare zone. Honestly, a lot of people didn't like this one. I had not super high expectations for it, but I really got into it kind of before the event. And I thought it was really cool. The Crypt TV scare zone was actually really fun. I watched all the shorts that they had on YouTube and all that kind of stuff, getting ready for it. And just all the different creatures and monsters were fun, but I just wish they had more space to do more with it, to make you more immersed in the different shorts that they did have for the scenes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then I need to pull up the Twitter because there was also a couple questions on there from people asking wanting to get to know you a little bit more. So Wonderful. one of them is what's your favorite slasher film and beer style? So beer style, as I had mentioned, I really do like the sours and the ciders. I used to mostly just be into ciders, really didn't drink too much beer, but I can't say that I'm on fear and beer now, but, um, no, gotta, we'll, but we'll initiate it. Exactly. Exactly. But I do like the ciders too. I've been getting into some really fun ones. Um, hidden Springs ale works over in Tampa has some really cool beers over there and especially a lot of oh, fun yeah. sours. Yeah. Nick right likes it too. I was going to say Nick loves it too, but, um, favorite slasher movie. I mean, I got to go with Mikey, my cl- Halloween, classic Halloween, the original. I love Michael Myers. Can never get enough of him. I always talk crap saying he's never going to die, all this kind of shit. And I always say how, how are they making another one? But I love it every time. That, don't get me wrong. Was it the last one that just came out? That wasn't that great out of the franchise. I honestly didn't like that one that much. I feel like the storyline just kind of didn't go anywhere with what they had done with some of the characters. I think Nick really liked that one. He said that one was okay, but wasn't a huge fan of it. But definitely Halloween would be a favorite slasher of mine. I did like, I liked it. I liked yeah. it because it was different. It was, you know, it took some chances and whether they completely paid off or not, I guess is a different discussion, but I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's, you know, in the top five for me, but I, right. I definitely think it beats out some of the other ones that are in the middle. That's not true. So if you had a preferred uh, stay and scream location, are you more of Duff Gardens or Finnegan's? So I saw this question on Twitter. Um, I haven't really done Stay and Scream too much. We did it, I think I've done it two years maybe in the past or three years. Have we done it before? I think I've only done it. I've only done it a couple times. At least the last two years. Right. Last year was mostly Finnegan's for us. And then the year before that, Simpsons. So With Simpsons, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I kind of like both in the sense that Last year when we were at Finnegan's, I feel like the big IP house was Halloween that was up there. And um, why am I forgetting this right now? Dead Man's Wharf was up there. Am I saying Dead Man's Wharf right? What am I thinking of right now? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I say. Dead Man's Wharf. Yep. But yeah, oh, Halloween shit. was up there. Dead Man's Wharf and Chupacabra was up there. Really good mm-hmm. houses to get out of the way, especially with Halloween, since for the majority of the event, it was just such a long line. And it was nice getting to do that a couple times. But I feel like it was too congested at Finnegan's. Like you couldn't really sit inside. There was just a shit ton of people out there, even outside how they kind of like lined you up. I feel like when you were at Deaf Gardens, you had a little more leeway, a little more space to relax and stuff like that. And a lot of the good original houses that they have in the back right there by Men in Black and stuff like that are always nice ones to hit first too, because it's usually not as more packed in the back right away, I guess. But yeah, so I guess both of them have their pros and cons, but. And then they also asked... Arrive later or use Express? And I know the answer. So funny enough, I've never used Express. Never had an Express pass. So, yeah, exactly. But after last year, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is something I should invest in. Because don't get me wrong. Like, it's nice. Like, I'm really lucky living so close to the event and stuff like that, that I can honestly work in the morning, get out of work at 6 o'clock and go to the event at 8 o'clock and be happy with it. But not everyone could do that. And seeing how much more popular the event has gotten and how many more people have been going probably would like to invest in the express. I think it'll be nice not trying to rush throughout the night and stuff like that. Even though we do go so many times, it's still nice to get stuff done. Cause even if you want to go without it and it's so busy or like, eh, we'll just walk around, get drinks, get some food and maybe do a house, whatever, but it's still fun to get stuff done when you're there and whatnot. So usually more of an arrive late gal, but probably going to start getting express. And then lastly, what do you consider to be the most underrated house? Underrated house. When I saw this question too, I was really thinking about it. And I was like, underrated. And I was like, maybe I think it's underrated, but other people think it's good. But I had mentioned it before too, and I'll always get piped to this house. So I guess it's because I have such like a special like place in my heart for this house but when they did the school in 2005 and even though I was so scared to go to the event and stuff like that that's the one house that I did that I really really enjoyed and honestly the setup of it was so cool how they had the um I actually thinking about it now I do think when you were walking through the queue for the house they did have like it made it seem like you were in a cornfield and they did have corn that year and I don't remember if a hurricane hit that year but I think Charlie was the year before Hurricane Charlie when that happened. So I don't know if the bad luck got on that year, maybe a year earlier, but really how they did it, kind of old school, farmy style house. The children go evil. They start killing the parents. And I really liked back in the day for Horror Nights when they did it too, when they would play the original shorts for the houses on the big TV, on the screen projectors. They still are doing it now, which is really nice, but not as detailed and in-depth and like more of a series like they used to do. So I always thought that was really cool. And I'll never forget that house. And I thought it was really nice and welcome to scary that they put the little ode to it in it. So, yeah. All right. So I think that kind of wraps up our little mini Q and a, that was a good job. I think that gives everyone a, a fair idea of what to expect. We're going to have uh, even more debated discussions when we start talking about movies. Yeah. Because now I think the three of us are pretty far apart on a lot Very of stuff. different. I think yeah. it's, it's going to be a good little trio right there. So let's get into this speculation map. So obviously this was posted a little while ago and stuff may have changed, may not have changed. We, we don't really have the full answer of it, but we're going to go off of just what, what is on that map from Horror Night Nightmares. So, Seamus, do you want to kind of walk through the the map a little bit house by house and kind of 
we can mean you can throw our two cents in and then Jamie can give her impressions or, or thoughts on these potential ones coming our way. Oh, I can't yeah, wait. Can <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I won't probably, I won't go through each specific location that they're in, but we'll just go through the list itself. Yeah. The map itself. yeah. Um, obviously the first one has already been confirmed. It's been confirmed since, you know, <laughs> October of last year. So we all kind of know this one's coming, but uh, the Chucky house, I think it's, I, I think as Nick and I have said before on a couple of the episodes, we've talked about the spec map where, you know, it's, it, it's kind of a take it or leave it currently for us. Um, at least for me. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not, boat. not super excited, but also not super like adverse to it either. I'm sure they'll find a way to make it good, but I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll find out. But um, Jamie, how did you feel about that when you obviously when we first heard about it? And has your opinion kind of changed since when they announced it? Or is it kind of the same or maybe even less so? Have you seen the show? So um, it really did change a little bit. When they first announced it, I was like, oh, it's Chucky. They have before. Like, I like Chucky, but I don't love Chucky. Child's Play was never anything like spectacular to me. Like, loved it so much. But I do have to give it the benefit of the doubt. So I know the house is going to be based off the new series that came out. Finally, one day I was off work. I binged the whole series in, the fir- in a day, the first season, because I had it on Shutter, And I really liked it. I honestly thought it was really good. And now seeing that they're going to implement it as a house, I could definitely see scenes from the show that they could fit and mesh into the house really well. And I- I'm going to give it a shot, honestly. I always like to give everything... A chance at least but there's just some on the spec map that we'll get into later but i just uh, i really don't know where they're thinking with this but I, i'm gonna give it a chance i think it'll be okay honestly i haven't seen the second season of the show yet i'm not gonna sh- i'm not sure if they're gonna do both seasons in the house or just the first one but you know i think it'll be all right like i said it's chucky it's nothing to wow over in my opinion at least yeah, I'm still in that same boat where I, I still have not seen the show yet, but it's right. nothing that completely tickles my fancy. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, you know, I don't I know name style. It's like a quote unquote headliner. But for me, it's not, you know, so I'm just kind of my opinions have not really changed yet on that. It's 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 there. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that leads us into the next one, and I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to keep it off. But um, obviously, we're going to have another Universal Monsters house. Uh, this one <laughs> hasn't been confirmed, but obviously, being you know more or less figured out, like the like the the, the clues that were figured out by the community pretty 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 quickly. Um, it, you know, another Universal Monsters house. This one supposedly is going to be Phantom of the Opera and Dracula in some fashion. So another versus house, probably. Uh, again, we all know how I feel about it, so we'll just leave that <laughs> to the side. But um, Jamie, I know you're kind of a more of a Universal Monsters fan. I than do like the monsters. I, I do. Um, I guess more pointedly, how do you feel about it being Phantom and Dracula if that were to be the case? So if it is, when I first saw that on the spec map or I saw people on Twitter talking about it and whatnot when it first was mentioned, I like Dracula personally. In the Universal, Universal Monsters house last year, whenever Dracula pop up, I would just get so excited. I love seeing him in there. When he was the one picked at the end, I was like, oh, they got him. Damn. But when he won a couple times, I was like, oh, yay. But 
Phantom of the Opera, I've never seen the original film. It's it's nice seeing little bits and pieces of him inside the different houses that they have done with Universal Monsters and stuff like that, just because you don't really get as much well-known like hype for him as you would some of the other monsters. But I really wish they would have done it. I really think Creature should be incorporated more in Universal Monsters House than it was before, or at least get its own house. I just think it would be so fun. I know it'd be kind of hard to do because it's mostly underwater scenes and whatnot but i just love creature or something with the invisible man i feel like they could have done something like really fun and like kind of cool with that in the sense of how they work with the mirrors and all that kind of stuff in the houses but yeah like i said nothing i'm excited over or over the moon about but still would be cool yeah I mean, you say you're a fan of Dracula. I mean, so it wouldn't really bother you that we've gotten two years in a row. Like, oh, I know no, of course like, not. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, with like the the mashup house that we got right three years ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was, he's obviously a big part of that. But mm-hmm. okay, interesting. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to dwell on it. I really didn't know you felt that strongly about it, to be uh, honest. I, I, Nick and I have talked about it a couple times. Uh-huh. I don't want to bore the audience again, but I have, I'm not, I don't get excited about these verses mashup. Like let's put two random. I don't like the verses aspect. I don't like that. Um, I'll, I'll give it that. I would much rather prefer just give me a solo house for each monster. Yes. If you're gonna yes. Do one. Um, I want to be able to explore that character more than just saying, mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to mash these two together. That's but true. Obviously, you know, I'm going to go through it and give it its due and hopefully mm-hmm. it'll, it'll, it'll catch on, you know, and, and I'll enjoy it. This one may be more so for me just because I like Phantom. Right. Um, never seen the show. I never seen the show on Broadway or like off Broadway, but mm-hmm. I have watched the silent movie before. Oh. I've seen other adaptations of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 very much more my character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm a little jealous if Al, if LA gets or Hollywood gets what I think they're gonna get. I'm more <laughs> jealous about that because it's supposed to be more Universal Monsters Paris is what's on the map, and to me that would be that would be back. super cool. Yeah, but obviously, you know, we, we we get different ones than Hollywood does. Maybe one right. day we'll get it, but I would be more I am for that. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, obviously, Nick, we understand. Like you're kind of like in the middle when it comes. To yeah, it's I, I take it or leave it. You know, the verses. If they mash up like aesthetically, then like cool, but like don't force it. You know, like so. It, I have to see what the story is that they're going to be putting these two together. If it happens, you know, we we've said previously where we both think that pairing Phantom with you know Hunchback would probably work better and it would i be could see that better it's two characters we have not seen since the original monster's house mm-hmm. uh four years ago or whatever it is at the point but it, i you know i got nothing against dracula but you know we had him in the first one we had dracula's bride <laughs> and bride of frankenstein he was kicking around with the mummy and wolfman as this <laughs> mysterious benefactor last time like it was a like it was a fucking scooby-doo episode but <laughs> To bring them back again it's like oh, okay we get it i i understand like it's dracula and frankenstein as like the most recognizable and i get it but i could do without it for at least a year or so just to fair enough, fair enough. On, on, on old dracky <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll um we'll move on so yeah <laughs> it's me to death um 
So the next one, obviously not confirmed, has been heavily talked about, is a huge aspect of just American culture right now. I actually probably goes beyond American culture because we obviously can watch it internationally. But uh, it's a very, very big thing. Um, a lot of people have said a lot about the show online. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. I have yet to watch it, but I need someone with HBO Max that I can steal it from for a month so I can watch the stupid show. But it is The Last of Us. Uh, I don't know. If you guys have watched it yet, I haven't. I've played the video game in the past, um, but I haven't actually sat down and watched the show. Um, granted, as I think Nick and I have brought up before, I think that we feel, you know, translating a really, really, really good in-depth um, story and uh, like character study like you get with a lot of these shows, like The Last of Us or The Walking Dead, where it's less about the setting and more about the people within that setting and i think that's kind of what this show is all about too translating that to a haunted attraction or a house or a walkthrough or something like that can be hard to do and do it well so i'm interested to hear you know what your thoughts are about this do you think that it's going to be pretty good do you think that they might struggle to kind of really get across the point of the show in the house um and have you seen i said have you seen the show are you, are you um familiar with the characters in any way so I started watching it. I watched, I think, the first three or four episodes. I really, so the post-apocalyptic virus taken over, everyone's infected kind of things, never really been like my, haven't really been my gimmick or whatever, my interest too much. Um, never really was into The Walking Dead. I've actually never seen The Walking Dead and I hated for bringing up again consecutive things. I do. I just never got into it. Zombies never did God, it for me. But just, I've never seen The Walking Dead. I really haven't. I think I watched, I think it was called like Planet Z or some kind of weird stuff like that. It was like a knockoff off The Walking Dead. I think I've watched a couple episodes of that. That's about it. But for something being too consecutive and repetitive at Halloween Horror Nights, I could not believe how much The Walking or The Walking Dead was at Halloween Horror Nights and how much they kept bringing it back. It was a big show at the time. It was. I was going to say it got the big hype for it, which I get it. All right, let's get back on topic. So watched the first couple episodes of The Last of Us. After watching it, I actually really got into it. I just haven't found the time to get back and finish binging the rest of it. But I've never played the video game. From different scenes that I have seen from the show, even without playing, eh, playing the video game, you can watch it and definitely tell, like, damn, this is probably, like, the exact scene from, like, a video game. Like, this looks like it would be in a video game. And I think that aspect's really cool about it. How they might bring it into a house, I'm not really sure. It would be kind of cool if they would follow Ellie and Joel throughout the house kind of thing. They're taking you through. They're trying to... I haven't even watched it enough. The monsters, the fungus people, I forget what they're called. I think clickers and other weird stuff. But I think it would be fun like that if it took you through their trek trying to get out, kind of shortened up into a house. But like I said, haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I can't really give too much of an insight on it. But if it's done well, I think they could do a lot with the makeup and the mask work to make the characters look really, really cool and some of the monsters and stuff like that. So I think it could be good. A lot of people are pretty hyped up about it from the rumors that I've seen and stuff like that. I think a lot of people would enjoy it if it was done right. Yeah, I haven't heard or seen anybody say they're not excited yeah. for it. Um, lots of really, really hype excitement, and then uh -huh. a lot of. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the right term here. They're they're patiently optimistic or patently. I, I don't know. Cautiously I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Is that what I'm trying to say? Cautiously yeah. optimistic. Yeah. Um, 
because I think for me specifically, again, not seeing the show, but knowing mm-hmm. a lot about it, seeing a lot, seeing a lot of things about it, seeing a lot of reviews of it. Um, I think I am in, in that cautiously optimistic bucket. I think that they can do something with it. I just worry that if this is their biggest IP, as we've stated before, I think that the event may not be as much of a like, you know, oh, I have to be there because of this particular house. So that, mm-hmm. That's the only thing I worry about. Because this, although it's a very, very, very well-received show, I'm worried that it won't necessarily live up to that hype. That's right. the only thing I worry about. Yeah. So I actually did watch this whole thing. I did finish it. I waited till the very end to binge it all at once because I hate waiting for things. So I, 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 I did watch it all. The part that, for me, I think it's just going to be... I don't think it's going to be tough, but it's going to deviate a lot from the show because the show is very character driven. You know, it, it is about Joel and Ellie and, and mm-hmm. their journey. And it almost seems like the stuff that I've heard people say, you know, from the game is, you, you know, you're a, you're killing all of these infected. Like that's the main, you know, trials and tribulations of the characters that you're playing. But mm-hmm. in the show, very much kind of like Walking Dead, it becomes they're just kind of sometimes there <clears throat> and it's more of a character driven thing so with the house it's going to be a lot more infected because that's what is expected in the house you know the makeup it's going to be amazing the characters are going to look really cool but i think that that aspect is just going to deviate from the, the series because they're they're two completely different styles you know character driven versus we're just going to scare you with characters so where the characters and the, the infected are, are, I don't want to say minimal, but they're definitely second thought and second nature in the show. Mm-hmm. In the house, that's going to be, you know, the the primary is escaping them. And, you know, maybe they just take kind of a best of the show and best of, you know, virus infected attacks and just plunge that into the show. Because, you know, there's multiple episodes where the the infected are a non-factor. You know, it's very, it's, it's an amazing series. Right. And it's done extremely well but it's it, they don't focus as much on the infected they're kind of just there so i i expect it to be a big draw but i don't expect you know a a full appreciation of the characters you know it's not you're not going to get any development from a house yeah and i think that it's one of those things where if someone goes through it and doesn't really know any better they could easily mistake it for you know, a Resident Evil, Resident Evil house or yeah. any other. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Right. Something any like other, that. Any other zombie original house. You know what right. I mean? Like, there has to be something that differentiates it. And if you mm-hmm. haven't seen the show in depth or played the game or aren't really well versed in the in the lore of, of that particular property, it'll be hard to kind of understand what's going on. Other than just knowing that, hey, his scary clicker monsters. I mean, I think with the sound effects and the sound design, it, they can do a lot of things with it that are mm-hmm. unique to it. But same again, like if, if, if we watch that show primarily for Joel and um, the little girl, I keep forgetting Ellie. her name. Ellie. Ellie. God, Ellie. <laughs> uh, if you watch it for like th- them specifically, I just, it's going to be hard to translate that type of, man, this show is so good, you know, to a house. Whereas like you take something like American Horror Story where, you know, very well acted, it's still Mm -hmm. pretty character driven, but they're so unique theme wise that it still carries through 
if you were to do a house based on it. So, and I just, just how I compare it sometimes to something. Mm-hmm. But. All right. Well, now we're getting into some of the originals that they got on here. Obviously, this one I think is a pretty big uh, like from all three of us. I, yeah. I would say uh, this is Krampus original, so we can assume that it's not Krampus the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, be their own like take on Krampus, their own kind of like take on the story. I think Nick and I both were very much, you know, if they're going to do this, it, it needs to be like that. Classic that, German right, Krampus. Exactly, uh-huh. Following along that line of, you know, cultural fairy tale. Mm-hmm. How we had Macabre was very much based in like a Latin, you know, theme. Mm-hmm. This needs to be more of a Germanic Gaelic theme. Yeah. Um, specifically because that's where Krampus comes from is like, you know, old Bavarian, you know, villages. So right. that's what we got for. So I, I would assume you're excited for this. I don't know. You can kind of explain what you th- what your thoughts are on it, um, how you would maybe set up this house. What, what you Yeah, I am excited about this. Actually, if, if this was to happen, I think it would be really cool. And I think they could do a lot with it. I think it'd be really fun. I think like you were saying, it would be like the classic Krampus style, how he looks in the books. I love the urban legends, urban myth, folklore, fairy tale style stuff. And I feel like that's a lot of what this house would be like. Me, when I'm picturing of it, I would think you'd be walking into an old kind of rickety old house from back when and stuff like that. And it's Christmas time, but classic Christmas and the kids are there. Krampus shows up. You could have a big chimney scene and all this kind of stuff. I really don't know the original back lore of Krampus as to much to where I could put it into detail for describing the house but thinking of it in my head how it would look I think it would be really fun I really liked the Krampus that they had the house based off the movie that they did it so I know they can do pretty well with it and stuff like that but if that's the case I'd really like to see it here I think it'd be really fun I think I'd really like houses based off of holidays I always think that just makes it like Christmas is just creepy I like Christmas creepy I think it goes well together so I think this could be cool yeah, I'm still stoked on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope this, this is sticking yeah. around. But, um, I haven't really seen many rumors debunking this at this point, so let's let's just hope that it sticks around a couple more maps. Right. And you guys got to let me know. I feel like I'm either talking too fast or not talking a lot. I'm a little no, nervous, but <laughs> okay. I should have studied a little more, but I think we're doing okay. Hey, we don't do our research. Just ask Nick. <laughs> I was stressing hard. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? Because <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to how that's the case in a couple of these. But right. the next one is one of our first non-worded originals, but it yeah. is an anchor. Um, we had a few ideas kind of go back and forth. Uh, I won't really get into the major details because I don't remember what we talked about in that episode. Yeah, so I guess, I guess for the anchor one, I mean, as of recent rumors it's sort of been transitioned into invasion, the scare zone. So I guess we can just kind of oh. not go off of anchor so much, but we can talk about invasion. I forgot yeah. you'd mentioned that before. Yeah. So, I mean, invasion again, I wasn't around for that scare zones or, or that was a scare zone, right? Um, yeah. You got a scare zone, but you also saw just a little bit of it at, in Eddie's revenge. Yeah. Oh, true. Very true. All right. Yeah. I mean, not that I remember much from that scare zone because I wasn't. <laughs> <in that scare laughs> zone. Um, it was one little actor guy on a little podium. Yeah. <laughs> he was cool. <laughs> but yeah. So I 
feel like I really don't have too much to say about that either. I forgot that it was mentioned that it could have actually be the invasion and stuff like that. But I mean, from the little kiosk booth, the guy that they had in Eddie's Revenge Scare Zone, I thought he was pretty fun and cool. I like aliens. I mean, I like the futuristic, intergalactic type stuff, stuff like that. So I think it would be more of a fun house than it would be more so scary. But I still think they could do a lot with it, seeing as they'd had it as a scare zone previously. So they have something to work with. And usually the house sequels from a scare zone have been pretty good so far with what they've done with them. So could be interesting to see it. But yeah. Yeah, I think like Nick brought up, um, you know, if this is anything like bug house in the sense that like you get that like <laughs> aesthetic and have it kind of be like, you know, your favorite nature type stuff. <laughs> right. Um, well, hey, as long as it's not bugs, I'm good. <laughs> I like I like aliens and sci-fi, um, yeah. crawlies. But yeah, I think I think that if you're gonna do an alien house, I think it almost has to be that way. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not gonna be killer clowns from outer space, right? Uh, outside of outside of doing like an actual alien house where you're on the Nostromo, mm-hmm. it's the IP. It kind of almost has to be like invasion of, you know, Mars attacks or, or something. I was gonna like say that. Mars attacks or something like that. Yeah, like, it's not goofy, but it's just. Mm-hmm it's just goofy enough that it kind of plays that yeah you know, lighthearted house mm-hmm. role. So on to the uh, next one that's pseudo confirmed, at least been proven or at least uh, supposedly proven through clues. Um, I'm interested to get your take on this because we did talk about Chucky earlier, mm-hmm. uh, but obviously we all think we're getting another Blumhouse house. This is the Blumhouse house for this event. Um, Nick and I have gone on, for great lengths, <laughs> we think we're okay with the fact that we're now in this realm of hey, th- just think three of your houses every year have to be within this particular universe, and right? Um, you know, we have our thoughts on that, but I guess I'm more just interested to hear your thoughts on at least one half of this house. So it's Blumhouse Megan or, <laughs> or Megan, or right, exactly, or female Who knows at this point. <laughs> 2023 you know we have to have whatever um megan and insidious which we assume would be the new movie coming out um, right. in the series so obviously another split house so it, you walk through one walk mm-hmm. through the other um i'm not a huge fan of the megan movie which we have all learned <laughs> quite uh quite quite uh um, abruptly recently, <laughs> uh, recently. Um, but regardless, uh, as a house, I can see how that would fit, but, um, just to hear what your thoughts are, not specifically on just Megan, obviously. I mean, we, we could trash on that if you wanted to, but. Oh, no, I think it's a no good, awful, terrible choice. I, I just don't understand. It's such a waste of an IP. If this guy, I just really, last year I was real disappointed in Freaky. The black phone loved it. Real hyped up. Eh, not a fan of Freaky. Thought it was kind of goofy, kind of cheesy. And they did it to me again this year where they put something good and they put fucking Megan with it. How can you have something like Insidious, which is so just spooky and good and scary, and then you're walking through a fucking hallway with a little girl dancing with a big machete paper cutter knife in her hand? I just don't. I do get the whole. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just I get the whole split and stuff like that. And I get like. I feel like Megan was definitely trying to reach a certain crowd and I was just not part of that crowd. I felt like it tried way too hard to be funny. It just, the jokes and everything I feel like was just maybe more for like people 
after my time. Maybe I'm like, I don't even want to say I'm old, but maybe I'm too old now to get it. I just feel like I tried too hard to be funny. I don't really like horror and com or horror and comedy mixed together. It wasn't really scary. I don't want to keep trashing it. I feel bad. It's my first episode on here and I'm just talking shit about it. Oh, no. but I just no, think no. it's I just think it's a waste. I was so disappointed. I just think they could do so many other options when they had what was it when they had Sinister and I think they had Insidious that year when it was like a three-part Blumhouse because I love Blumhouse honestly great movies a lot of my favorite movies are from from Blumhouse but I just think Megan is gonna be a dud I really didn't like the movie I really gave it a shot I just feel like the creepy dolls have been done and especially with having Chucky like do they want it to be like the creepy doll theme for the year I don't know if that's what they were going for but just really not a huge fan of it but <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I, I, I agree with everything you've said. Yeah. Um, so, and you'll learn quick. It's fun to be the person on the episode that I want. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I, I, but right. you know what? Don't worry about it. I will handle that role. I handle it. <laughs> um, the audience doesn't like me for that reason. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Megan is a trash movie. The movie's awful. <laughs> into why I don't like it again. You can go back and listen to the review episode. But right. I haven't spoken about the spec map really since mm-hmm. we did that episode. So let's go back a little bit. Um, I am super bummed after watching that movie that if this is if this is true, yeah, we're getting one and a half of the same house. Yep. I know they're different properties. I know they're different characters, but I, how much killer doll can you have? That's um, what I'm saying. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, if it was if it was different enough, in the sense that it wasn't just stupid, <laughs> and what I mean by that is like Chucky is Chucky. We all understand kind of like that's like the absurd parts of that movie, mm-hmm. but at least like there's a history there. Like if you go back and watch child play one, two and three, um, they try to take it as seriously as they could with a killer <laughs> doll. Story. Um, and it worked for the most part. And then yeah. in the nineties, when movies that just, when movies started to get more like scream or more like um, mm-hmm. uh, Blair, Witch, where, you know, either you're going to go into that, like, found footage, this is real shit that happened, like, <laughs> or you're going to go into the super meta, we know what we are, we know what we're making mm-hmm. fun of. And that's what Chucky did, is Chucky kind of went into that direction, like, took what Scream did, but made it, like, so much more, like, off the rocker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that now you know, going back and doing the show and I haven't watched the show yet. I know everyone's like, you got to watch the show. I haven't watched the show yet. And so I haven't truly given it its, its, its due and I, and I will eventually do it. I'll eventually sit down and binge it. But uh, I think that you kind of know what you're getting with Chucky. Right. So like you, it almost gets a pass in a way, at least uh-huh. from me personally. Um, so that's fine. But now you have, another movie that they thought was, this is a good idea. Let's make this because everybody, (laughs) you know, basically remakes or basically Mm -hmm. just copies of something. And, and, and I think that's such, it's so, it's so lazy. And I wonder if, you know, did universal know at the time when they announced Chucky that this movie was coming out and if they did, were they, you know, was this, were they aware that Blumhouse is going to request that they use this movie? You know what I mean? Like, that's it, what I was wondering too. Like, they how did like, that fall into place? Yeah. Like, into a situation where almost like they, their hands were tied, I guess. Mm-hmm. In the sense, I don't think, I don't necessarily think that you, if this is, if this is true, if this is actually going to happen, I don't know if Universal necessarily knew 
and now they kind of have to go with it um, mm-hmm. because I can't imagine they'd be like, yeah, let's just do one and a half houses of the base, same basic premise. Mm-hmm. And I know people are like, they're different movies, but okay, <laughs> they're fine. They're different movies. But if I've got a killer doll, I'd rather Chucky than the, you know, super fabulous singing blonde haired. She's an AI robot, actually. That's so. Right. <laughs> They'll say, and they'll be like, "Well, the difference is he's he's a he's a demon in a he's a, he's a serial killer demon thing in in a doll form, and she's a she's an she's an AI robot." Okay, fine, nerd, relax. Like mm-hmm. either way, it's still the same basic thing, <laughs> and it wasn't a good movie. Get, get over it. Like it just wasn't good. Um, so and I I'm feel, so, like, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I just I just feel like they're wasting they're wasting. A house by doing this again if they were like hey we're gonna do one house we're gonna do insidious and just have it be an insidious house i think mm-hmm. obviously would complain um but i think for me the fact that you know not only we're we getting another split blumhouse house that half of it is basically the same as another house that we're gonna get i just feel like it's i feel it's lazy mm-hmm. and i'm hoping and i'm praying that if it does happen universal kind of had to do it because blumhouse is like well these are the properties you're getting and they're like, all right, well, shit. And I guess we're going to have to do it. But I don't know. I guess we'll find out and we'll see what happens. I am surprised to hear that you didn't like, uh, you didn't really like Freaky. That's surprising to me. I don't know why. Nope. But Honestly, I've <laughs> I've never seen the whole thing. <laughs> so wow. I talk shit and I've never even watched the whole thing. I just always thought it looked kind of stupid just from seeing the trailers and I, stuff like that. That is that is my MO. Just talk shit about shit I haven't seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, honestly, I'm surprised. Megan got, I've seen so many people are like pretty hyped for it. I was like, I can't I believe so many people it. liked it. I was really surprised. I don't understand how it has like an eight, how it has a certified fresh rating on, on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't understand that. Like, a lot. Really so, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I always say, I trust Ron. I always say, I always talk shit and say, hey, Rotten Tomatoes is not accurate, blah, 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 all this kind of shit. But then there's some movies on there that I like that not many people else like, and it's got like a 95% rating. And I'm like, all right, maybe they know what they're talking about. But in this case, I really, I really don't, I don't know how it did it. Few movies that I don't like that both the audience and the uh, critics are apparently all adoring. Like, I don't <laughs> Cause normally the way it works with me is that most of the movies I like are the movies that are like critical darlings. The critics love it, but the audience score is usually like a 30%. Cause they exactly. All- Yep, that sounds a lot like me. <laughs> uh, and and the fact that this movie, like I, I hated it so much that I figured <laughs> it was gonna be like a ninety two percent audience rating and thirty percent critic rating, but it's like an eighty nine percent. They loved it. Like a seventy something percent audience rating, but you know what? I think people, and again, this isn't me. This is well, actually, yeah, this is me being pretentious. I uh, I just think this movie was like. It was it was made for such the just the biggest lowest common denominator of of viewers, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to I, I don't know it probably sounds awful I mean, I'm an asshole <laughs> I just think that like it's so simple and people are just like it, you know it's a fun movie and I can mm-hmm. go watch it and laugh at it but that's not why I watch these movies I don't want to watch these movies to go sit in a movie theater and laugh at it exactly every scene like this is why I hated seeing Midsommar in the theater. Because I don't like going to see horror movies in 
movie theaters for the most part anyways because I'd rather watch it alone or at least with one other person. Right. In, a, in an intimate setting where it's dark and it's quiet and nobody's mm-hmm. there to interrupt it. And, and, and that's what I, ha- I hate about going to see these movies in theaters because I feel like the audience interrupts the movie. Like half the way, I mean, half the time in Midsommar, they're all laughing at the movie because partially because they're, you know, using it as a defense mechanism because they're afraid. <laughs> but the other thing is like they go to these movies to get that like interaction with other people. And I, to me, that bothers me because like, I'm trying to watch this and understand what's going on and follow the story. And it's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. This movie supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. But you're all laughing at it because you that's your defense mechanism to feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But either way i don't i i feel like it's a waste of time i feel like going to see that movie just to laugh at it the whole time is like that's a waste like that's pointless. it's not a horror movie like i get it they didn't want it to be a full-on horror movie but like if it's an 80s b movie where like hey i like b movies (laughs) let me finish um like they're intentionally bad and they know they're intentionally bad that's different like that i'll watch it and laugh at it but like a movie that's trying to be taken serious and I, and I think we, and I, I didn't want to dwell on the damn movie. And I'm sorry, I'm already dwelling in the movie. But like, I started I like, it. <laughs> like they tried to want to feel relevant, and it's not. But I digress. I don't want to keep going with this rant. I've already wasted <laughs> about the Megan movie. I'm sorry, fans of the Megan movie. Don't, don't <laughs> at me. so let's go to the next one. This is you know going back to saying that Nick and I don't do research. Um, Layer of the Banshees. Apparently, this was a what was it? A, uh, was it? A, was it a house? Scarecrow, I think. Yeah, so this was a scare zone at 26. Okay, so it was a scare zone. I wasn't at 26, obviously. Um, so I guess if you were, lay it out on us. Let us know like what, what it was like. If you weren't, are you still kind of excited about this house? I have I know nothing about it. I know that Nick and I were kind of like, oh, this would be kind of cool if it was like, like an Irish banshee or a Gaelic banshee, but mm-hmm. clearly, it, clearly it's not. It clearly it's something that they've already done once in the past, but I, I again, I have very little or to next to none as far as like anything to go back and look at, look upon to go, all right, this is what it's going to be like. So any light you could shed on this for me would be great. And how do you feel about this particular original? Yeah. Well, fun fact, the other day I actually uh, learned what a Banshee was. I was over here thinking, and I'm like trying to tell Nick and I'm like, this is a Banshee. It's like one of those weird, like monster, like demon creatures, kind of like a, uh, chupacabra kind of thing he was like no it's not and i was like i'm pretty sure it is and i was like give me one second so i look it up and i was like shit you're right i was like i was way off here so i was like i have no clue what they're gonna do with this i did go 26 and i do my memory shouldn't be as bad as it is but it is terrible now i do remember briefly walking through it a couple times at 26 i don't have the best memory of it to be honest with you i can't remember shit from it actually but I feel like I have, don't have as much input to put onto it just because I don't really know the whole backstory of Banshees and stuff like that and the Irish connection that it has with it and stuff like that. But like I had said before, I do really like the folklores and urban myths and legends and tales and stuff like that. So it would be something like that. I'd be down for it. I think it could be cool. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I probably should go back and – like watch videos or see pictures of the, right. of the scare zone to get a better understanding of what's going mm-hmm. on. But I also may like, I, I like to keep kind of be kept in the dark too. So maybe I won't, maybe I'll just kind of like go into it blind, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, the next one is another original called devil dogs. Nick explained to me, this is a movie or a fake movie in the slaughter cinema house. 
back in whatever event that was. Um, I guess just what are your thoughts about it? Do you think this is more along the lines of another slot of cinema or are we going to get just a house of the devil dogs? I know that I think was there, was there something that kind of come out where it's like, this wasn't necessarily what's what we think it's going to be or. Yeah. I think this one has sort of been debunked at this okay. point, but I guess we can kind of briefly touch upon the, the, the tie in or slot of cinema. Or if that is, that something that, you know, kind of you'd interest in. I mean, I know the answer, but go on. <laughs> it's almost like you guys knew each other before we invited her on. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so to be honest, when I first saw this on the spec map, uh, I immediately didn't even think of Slaughter Cinema. I should have known that. I don't think I went the year when it did Slaughter Cinema, but Devil Dogs, I was thinking Dogs of Havoc when they had that years before. So I was like, oh, it's going to be like a bunch of like big buff guys with like gas masks and like machetes and all this kind of crazy shit. But I guess it wasn't. But Honestly, same thing. I don't really have too much input on it. It could have been cool. It could have been something. If it was something related to Slaughter Cinema, that could be really fun. But yeah. Yeah, Cinema was 28. I don't... Yeah, I don't think I went that year, actually. 23, 23, 32. I might have skipped that one. Or I just didn't do the house and don't remember. But yeah. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a house that would be right up your alley. Yeah, you think so? Yes, with all the you know fake b grade i was gonna say the classic e schlocky stupid, yeah yeah that would it be fun though. werewolves riding motorcycles right so <laughs> that would be kind of cool <laughs> all right so the next one this one is created quite a stir quite a quite a list of consternation amongst the community we uh, at least on the online um, it is the it is the I say icon, the logo of a guitar with a lightning bolt. I know that Nick and I. One of our thought was, well, here we go. This is another musical guest artist house. Um, but there has been some chatter that this could potentially be, or maybe just this is what Nick came up with. I, I forget. I don't know how how we came to this conclusion, but I think there might be chatter going on that it could be related to Stranger Things in some. Former fashion, oh. uh, people who were because of the guitar and the lightning, and mm-hmm. you know, that kind of all being related in some way. Um, what do you think? Like, what are your thoughts on it? Do, I, I mean, I guess we can kind of just make it more of a general discussion about how do you feel about if it is another musical artist house, right? Are you bummed about that? Are you more indifferent? Are you cautiously hopeful that it's something that would make sense, or, or do you think? You know, do you buy into the idea that it could be Stranger Things? Because obviously we have Stranger Things season five coming out soon. Isn't yeah. that coming up here? Uh, f- not soon, but they're going to start filming, I believe, oh, okay. so shortly. So it right. won't be out. What, 2025? You know, so. uh, probably 24, late 24. 24, if I had to guess. Yeah. I mean, it would be... I w- originally when I saw it, obviously I saw the guitar and I was like, oh, it's got to be a musical artist or something like that. Which, when Rob Zombie had the Scare Zone and had House of Thousand Corpses, I thought that was really cool. I know they've done Alice Cooper before. I'm not sure if they did it here. I know they did it in Hollywood, I think. And depending on if it was a musical, musical artist, what it could be, or if it was rock inspired or the metal genre or something like that, I feel like they could do a lot with it. I know in years past, people have said that Gore would make a really cool house or like different stuff like that. Ice Nine Kills, whatever. But 
if it was Stranger Things, I would be pretty hyped up because I love this last season. I definitely gave into the hype, hate giving into the hype, but I really, really enjoyed it. And if that's the case, I would love that. And I honestly would be really disappointed if they didn't bring it back because I thought last year they were going to have it. And then I was like, oh, they're definitely going to bring it next year if they're not going to do it this year, whatever, no big deal. But I haven't really seen much people talking about it. So if that was the case and they're bringing it, awesome. I would love it. If not, kind of disappointed. But I didn't really have any ideas if it was a musical artist, who it would be or who they would pick or who they would choose. If it'd be someone they've already done from the past or something completely new. I mean, put it this way, I would really hope it wouldn't be another weekend or how Billie Eilish was rumored and something like that, because I just thought that was terrible. The Weekend House was pretty good, though. Don't get me wrong. I actually really enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised. It was fun. But I just feel like that doesn't fit with the whole genre of Horror Nights or the vibe of Horror Nights. And I know they wanted more of a bigger and different crowd to come that originally wouldn't come to Horror Nights. And I know that's what these artists can do sometimes when they do have their houses at Horror Nights. But I'm interested to see what this one's going to be because I really didn't have too many good guesses or opinions of what it could have been. I would have never thought of Stranger Things. That's actually really smart. That makes sense now that you'd mentioned that. But yeah. Yeah. The only reason that, you know, it gives us pause because it doesn't, it isn't marked original. So unlike mm-hmm. the other. Exactly. Logo, there's no original there. So it could go either way. It could be like a straight up IP or it could be some sort of, you know, obviously with the guitar, some sort of musical mm-hmm. artist in some way. Um, yeah, I think that I think we're all kind of like on different opinions of what, whether or not it should be another musical artist or not. I, mm-hmm. I, again, I'm I'm maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm just saying that I, I'm more indifferent. Like if it happens, fine. I mean, we're already getting another Blumhouse, probably another Universal Monsters house. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's kind of going down the road of we're gonna have you know just a pattern of things. Pretty similar because it's what either they've got signed out, you know year after year or it's just like a pattern that they realize works brings people into the into the park but when we did kind of bring up stranger things it almost makes too much sense but then at the game at the same and then again at the same time excuse me um if the show is not going to come out till next year or the year after i can't imagine that they would do a house this quickly yeah um it sucks because you're right for me like season four was it, it 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 brought Stranger Things back to like the top. I mean, yes. I guess this is what I'm saying. Like season three was okay. Season two was okay. Season one was really good, mm-hmm. but season four is like, damn, like, hey, we're back. You mm-hmm. you forgot about you? Don't you forget about us? Because mm-hmm. like you know we're, I mean, it was such a good season. Like it was mm-hmm. it was so easy to binge that because it was so well done. It was. Um, so, I mean, I think that that would be a huge, like, bomb drop if they actually were to announce that, hey, we're going to have, you know, Stranger Things Season 4 mm-hmm. at the end. I think a lot of people are going to be, like, super pumped to that on that. Just because I think Nick brought it up the last time we talked about this was that, you know, Vecna is such a good character to bring into the house. He's so oh, yeah. More, just because he's more he's more humanoid and he's, he's more of a character than the Mind Flayer and even more so than the... Um, um, oh my god! Not uh, oh my god! What are the what what are, what are the guys in the first season? Oh, um, the Demogorgons. Demogorgons. Oh my god! I can't think. I'm I'm getting <laughs> hey everybody. I'm getting old. I forget things. <laughs> Demogorgon. 
I think he's even better than Demogorgons, who are really good monsters, but they don't talk. So yeah. there's not a lot there to act outside of like physical actions. But he can like, you know, you can get that deep voice. He can kind of like, you know, and you really kind of mix in the music too this time. Like you really get like the 80s vibe with the music and stuff because it was a big part of this season. So I'd be pumped if that was the case. That's truly what this means. I Who knows? It's probably going to all change by season spec map two <laughs> right. mm-hmm. drops, or whatever the next spec map is. But I don't know. We'll find out when that happens. So to move on to the last one, because we're already dragging on in time um is the japanese characters original which i guess translates to japanese monsters again i don't know if we've kind of debunked this yet or not i know there was a couple that were debunked or kind of debunked but um let's just pretend this is actually going to happen japanese monsters we kind of guessed that that would more along be more along the lines of like a gaiju type house like a godzilla Mm -hmm. or along those lines i'm not sure how much of a gaiju fan you are i'm not a huge fan of it sorry jimmy um, <laughs> but i wasn't sure if it'd be something you'd be into or something you you enjoy like mm-hmm. I, i'm not not necessarily it's going to be like a monster like like big old monsters destroying a city type thing right. but you know it could just be you know some japanese cultural based themed monster house mm-hmm. um i'm excited just because of the intrigue by it of it like not really knowing what this could be plus i'm in love with the japanese culture and i love yes. japanese horror mm-hmm. and just asian horror in general but like i love japanese horror specifically so i'm kind of really hyped just to find out what this could turn out to be right yeah and same kind of thing that you're going to say i have such a love and an appreciation for japanese culture and when i saw this on there and i was like wow that'd be kind of cool and getting back on like the gaiju monsters and like stuff like that not that i don't like them not a huge not as big as a fan of jimmy obviously but um i do like them they are interesting to me not something i'm a huge fan of so but when you said it translated to the japanese monsters i before getting on the episode earlier today when i was at work actually i looked it up maybe it's just my google translator but it chap it translated to japanese good luck when i looked it up and i was like yeah maybe that's got nothing to do with it whatever and i was like this is getting me nowhere but if it was japanese inspired monsters kind of house or something like that i would think it would be fun to see more kind of anime style character monsters that they have because like the godzilla and like those big things and like big like dragony kind of godzilla monsters are pretty cool but i just feel like the different other monsters that they have in little subcultures and shows and animes and whatnot are just really different looking and kind of really creepy and really cool and i think they could do something really fun with this so i'd like to see what ends up being it i agree um Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't think it necessarily has to be like in the realm of the gaiju type movie, right? But, right. But I mean, I think, I think just a lot of people when they see that initially think that because Godzilla, like that's exactly just like the biggest thing. Um, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens. I also did say that I kind of wouldn't be opposed to them maybe pulling something from one of the Japan, like one of the the Tokyo events. Oh, that would be cool. I don't, I don't know if they're in Tokyo or I forget where exactly the park is, but mm-hmm. uh, if they pulled maybe a house from one of those events and brought it to he- brought it here and kind of reworked it to fit like an American audience, that would be kind of cool. That would be um, really cool. I guess we'll see what happens. 
but those are the those are the ten houses on the spec map. Um, overall, I mean, how do you feel? Are you super? Are you super excited? Are you cautiously like, eh, we'll see what happens? I mean, does anything super jump out at you initially? Like, like that's got to be a house I go through. So it's safe to say that nothing really, I don't want to be mean, but nothing really impressed me on this map from what it was so far. The only thing that I could say that I would be excited for, and it'd only be part of the house, is Insidious. Don't get me wrong, I really like the originals. Krampus, I think will be really good. I'm actually pretty excited for that one, but I do have a lot of love for the IPs too. I just love seeing what you watch in the films being brought to life in the houses, and I feel like they always do such a great job with it, and it's really fun. But like I said, nothing really stuck out to me as being like, damn, like, I can't wait to go through that. I just know it's going to be so cool. But like I said, depending on how much the map is going to change and stuff like that, if it's going to switch up, if we're going to get a lot of these things on here, I know it's usually pretty accurate, but I'm really intrigued to see what they're going to do and what they're going to add for some of these originals and stuff like that and how it's going to pan out. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I I think for me, I'll just reiterate what I said on our first spec episode. Uh, if they want Last of Us to be that big IP, mm-hmm. that big draw, I just I don't see that being the case. I don't either. I don't think it's at least for my for, from my opinion or for my personal opinion. And I think and I, again, humble Seamus, I think that <laughs> my opinion matches a lot of other people. And it's like you know your way you want that one big IP name to be like. Damn, like they got they got that, mm-hmm. and they have that here. At least from my like from my perspective, I don't think they have that. And if and if they're banking on the Last of Us being that, I think they're going to be somewhat disappointed by it. I agree. So I, don't, I don't know, Nick, how you feel about that, but that's kind of how I look at it right now. Yeah, it's it's fine. Like I I am expecting a lot of changes. Uh so be very interested to see when this next Mac, uh, spec map comes out. I think maybe in the next month, probably April at some point. Uh, but yeah. I just, I do feel like with, there's been a lot of recent rumors and talk just about how there's belief that behind the scenes uh, Horror Nights is, is sort of catching wind of these, these rumor mills and, and all the possibilities and stuff like that. So they're trying to almost trick people and giving out fake names and, and associating a house with a variety of IP names just to kind of catch people off guard. So it feels like it's a different speculation season. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot up in the air. I don't know how much of this one's going to stay true. And that's not, you know, by the, you know, hard night nightmares kind of just guessing at this point, but it's really just come down to universal playing a serious game of defense right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So I I think that, yeah, I I just think that we're going to see a lot of changes. Yeah. So I think that about wraps up our our main segment where we kind of get everyone up to speed where everyone is currently standing on this, this speculation map. So before we jump off, let's talk about the horror movie of the week or horror watch of the week. (laughs) Does anybody want to kick this off and talk about something that you might've watched this week? I actually have like a legitimate like horror movie. The last right. couple of weeks, I've been giving um, meh selections, I guess. <laughs> They're not like horror <laughs> selections. but So I watched a movie on Shudder. Apparently, it was huge, like the end of last year, and I didn't realize it was so huge. Huge in the sense that everybody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
when I say everybody's talking about it, it's not necessarily that everybody's talking about it. I'm like, man, this is a must see. This is a very divisive movie, as far as I can tell. It's called Skinamarink. Oh. So, right, so, so Jamie knows what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I don't think Nick knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I do. We watched oh, it. You do. Oh, you've watched it. I'm very you interested. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I wanted to preface this by saying, Nick, I think you're going to hate this movie. So now I'm just going to think about it. Um, this is very much a Seamus movie. Uh, to a point. I'm glad I didn't watch this. Um, uh, we'll just say under the weather. If you catch yep. my drift. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you'd want to claw your eyes out watching this movie. Um, but this is exactly... Like literally, like when I when, I, when we talk about movies and we do killer reviews, all these different things, and we talk about this podcast, or we talk just in personal, or if you come across us in the street and we have a discussion about horror, I always say that it has to be a movie that makes me feel a certain way mm-hmm. to really be effective. This is the epitome, or just this is like the person. This is the like, this is just like the example of what I'm talking about. Um, there is not a lot that goes on in this movie. But that's the beauty of it. It's so, so esoteric. So, so it's shot so well. Um, it's shot. It's it's shot so well done. It's so out there. It creates that sense of like just that carnal fear you had as a child. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to the best way to explain this is like it's that feeling. It provides that feeling of being in bed at night, not being able to sleep, staring into the darkness and not knowing what's out there. Like you're in a fever dream kind of. Yeah. It's, it, it's so weird. Like, mm-hmm. and it's one of those movies that like every, every other scene I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm, I'm getting that feeling in the pit of my stomach. Like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> like, this is just, this is unrelenting. And it's an hour and 40 minutes long too. That's the crazy thing. It's one of those movies where it's like, You'd think, oh, this is like a, this is gonna be like a ninety minute like max or like sixty minute even like it's like almost like a YouTube type situation. Which, funny enough, the director of this movie actually started on YouTube. He was making YouTube videos, kind of like the progenitor of what we call analog horror. And it's kind of what this movie is: is analog horror. But mm-hmm. there's just so many there's so many times you're watching this, and because of like the film, uh, I forget what you call it, what you call it or whatever, but like. It, it's filmed in a way that it feels old and the murky blackness of the <laughs> shot, like it moves. So you're like, shit, am I, is that, is, is that is something there or am I just seeing things? And it, it does that so well. It just, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I can sit here and gush of this over this movie for like an hour and a half. We could do like a full review on it. <laughs> um, but I, I have nothing but nice things to say about it. Like, I just think it, it's, it, it's, it's just what I'm looking for. It's like, chef's kiss like that's exactly what i want when i say watching a horror movie and i know that i I can just tell nick didn't like this movie at all no (laughs) (laughs) i knew we're gonna be completely different so much is the oh god it's just b-roll all it is is (laughs) b-roll this guy shot the fucking ceiling and then he shoots the wall of course he came from youtube he needs to stay the fuck on youtube this guy sucks there's no there's no story it's a shot of a toy it's a shot of a wall there's a door the door's gone there's a window the window's gone i lasted an hour into this fucking thing an hour and i walked away i just walked out of the room i couldn't watch this piece of shit garbage 
movie anymore. I can't say, and I knew you were going to love it too. <laughs> That's like what might've made me even more angry when I was watching and I was like, God damn it. This is a fucking shameless movie. If I've ever seen one, God, I hate this thing. Cause like some movies where it's like, Oh, it makes you think like, Oh yeah, no, like I'm into that. Like it, it gets you thinking there's multiple you know, multiple possibilities, you know, story can go this way, story can go this way. Is this character good? Is the character, uh, there's no characters down. It's just like an hey, echo. Haley and there? Kevin are the characters. Are Come on now. Sure. Yeah, whatever their names are. I, I There's, if you don't read anything about this movie, you're going to have no idea what's going on. And it's, it's literally just B-roll shots. It's not like shots where, composed for characters and like there's you know over the shoulders and there's character development there's there, it's a shot of a, a door and then it goes away and, and that's it the whole thing it, it's it, i just it's unexplicably aggravating to me they should should, they should do what they did to oh i can't even think of it now but there was a video game that was just so poorly oh et i think it was an et oh, game yeah. where they, they got every single copy game yeah. in the entire world and they buried it. <laughs> and nobody knows where they are wow so you hated this more than the witch huh <laughs> did you hate it more than it follows <laughs> yeah Seamus. i know well, what Seamus. I, just, I, just, I just ruined it so uh no i, I got it I got to give it to you. I, I kind of liked it. I haven't watched a movie in a while. Don't get me wrong. I didn't like that there wasn't much dialogue. I don't want to get too much into this. I know we're kind of cutting it on time, but I haven't watched a movie like that in a while to the, in a while to where the whole time I was watching it. And I was like, I'm so fucking anxious right now. I feel like I'm going to throw up yeah. because I don't know what's going to happen. And I love that whole dreamy kind of like eerie, ominous aspect that it had. I yeah. don't. I think it should have been an hour max, maybe. I feel like it was dragged out a lot. It didn't have any dialogue. There was a couple jump scenes or jump scares, and there was a couple parts to where you're like, "Damn, this shit's about to be scary," and and nothing happened, which was kind well, of disappointing. Think, and, that's, and that's that's what makes it so genius is right. that like in a lot of ways there are. I mean, there may be there there may be a couple cheap jump scares in it, but to me. They earned it because they, they 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 take a lot of time in a lot of these other scenes setting up things that like don't happen. Right. So not to spoil anything, but the scene where the little girl is brought to the bedroom and she sees her father sitting on the edge of bed, she moves. Terrifying. And, and, and what makes it so fucking effective is that is that it's super it's super deliberate. Yes. Like the, the camera action is super deliberate where it's not like quick. It, there's no quick cuts in this movie. I mean, mm -hmm. well, there are, but like there's no like in, in scenes like in, 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 a, in an actual single scene, like if, if the camera is like panning or moving or whatever, mm -hmm. it's not quick. It's it's super slow and deliberate. So you're just sitting there on the edge of the seat going, oh, shit, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Something's going to pop. Something's going to pop. And then it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. But then the mom starts talking and the voices. I mean. I get where Nick's coming from, but I know I know why he hates this movie. And I, totally I did too. Know. Yeah, I, I knew he was gonna it, like it. I'm like, I'm gonna bring this up, and he's gonna like stab me in the throat. Yeah, he's gonna hate this movie so much. I was like, I he's gonna hate this. Um, but and again, I know I'm a I'm a pretentious piece of shit. So like, whenever <laughs> my movies that I like are super pretentious, but this is why this movie is so divisive because you either hear someone that says like me, they love this movie, or like him, this movie was dumb, didn't make any sense, boring. 
I will admit it, it's dragged out a little too long. Mm-hmm. Like, but because it got to the, it got to like, to the like last 20 minutes, last 15 minutes of the movie. And I'm like, when is this going to end? Like, it just keeps going and going uh-huh. and going and going. And finally it does. But all I can say, I'll, I'll end up with this. Fuck that toy, that little toy phone. That little toy phone's a bastard. He's a oh my god, shit. scary. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, that's what I watched. Uh, I did, I did watch Parasite too, but it's not not a horror movie, but pretty good if you want to go watch something like that. But um, yeah, that that's that's what I that's what I've watched. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys have anything to follow that up with, but yeah. So, and I'm not even sure. I think I might have cut off on my rant at some point because my Mac picked up that I was like screaming or something. So like, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I cut off at one point, but I know I heard, I heard the whole thing. So, okay, good, good. Cause I don't, I don't want to, I gotta keep my blood pressure down. Um, so I didn't get into anything like too crazy, but with the release of scream, I did rewatch, uh, one through three. So that was fun. I forgot how amazing some of the parts and some of the character choices that David Arquette took <laughs> as Dewey. Um, when he just, in a spic- <laughs> just just randomly shows up at the college and is just like kind of wandering around and, and screams too. That was very fun. Um, no, I, I just the series as a whole is just super fun. So I with watching Scream Six recently, I, I wanted to get back into it. So I I dove into that and then like I mentioned earlier, I did watch The Last of Us. I binged the whole series and in a you know within two days, I think it was so very enjoyable. Um, you know, it excites me a little bit more, but it does leave me curious as to how much is going to actually be shown of the parts of the show that I actually enjoy, which is the characters. So a little bit tougher to translate. Yeah. So I got a real special one. I'll be quick about it though. So I had a couple days off this week and I decided to get onto Tubi with all the fun horror movies that they have on there. And I watched the bunny man massacre. Now, like I said, I love B-grade horror movies. Fine. This might have been more of a C-grade, honestly. It wasn't that great, but honestly, it was pretty entertaining. Long story short, don't want to spoil it. You might not even go to watch it because it was honestly pretty terrible. But <laughs> long story short, this guy who's always wearing a bunny suit, got burnt up as a kid, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. This redneck hillbilly guy kind of adopted him and now uses him to hunt down hitchhikers in the middle of the woods to kill them and make beef jerky out of them is pretty much the premise of the whole movie. So it was pretty fucking weird, but I was watching this and I was like, damn, you know what? This isn't that kind of bad, honestly, but it was just so stupid to where I was like, and it has like two or three sequels. I'm pretty sure bunny man vengeance. And then there was another one too. And I was like, that's impressive that it honestly made it that far from what it was. But that is what I watched this week. (laughs) Yeah. So Lots of different stuff. (laughs) That wraps up this week. We have a lot of stuff coming up that's going to be really fun. And with the addition of Jamie to the podcast, we're we're definitely going to be adding some new stuff. So keep an eye out on all that. Next week, I believe what we have planned, or what I have planned, is some sort of March Madness bracket. Now, of what? You're going to have to tune in to find out. And that's not because I'm trying to build the suspense. It's because I haven't figured it out yet. (laughs) So we're going to do some sort of bracket style challenge. Um, We did recently get a couple more reviews on our iTunes. So if you are listening, go drop us some more five star reviews. Leave us a little comment. They're always nice to see. So until next time, this is Nick. This is Seamus. And Jamie. (laughs) Happy haunts. It's cursed.
You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a tad of one bit scared. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.